Hey ladies, the Beautiful Movement now has their summer box available for pre-sale. This means that you have the chance to sign up before these boxes sell out again. If you have not had the opportunity to get one of these boxes, grab your box today. These boxes are becoming so popular, they're actually selling out. The theme in this box is Walking with Jesus, a box that will help you grow deeper with God this summer. It's the perfect summer starter kit that you don't want to miss. Head on over to www.jointhebeautifulmovement.com to sign up today. Be sure to use the discount code UNCOMMONTEEN, all one word, for 15% off your first box. You can also follow The Beautiful Movement on Instagram at the underscore beautiful underscore movement. Ladies, you don't want to miss this. Welcome to the Uncommon Teen Podcast, the podcast for Christian teen girls. Each week, we talk about real life issues that you're facing every day and how to overcome them in a way that stays true to who you are and who God created you to be. I'm your host, Jamie Kirshner, and I am so excited to be here with you today. All right, I've had many of you ask over and over again, what do I do with crushes? Or is it okay to flirt? And what about dating? Is it okay for teens to date? And so I wanted to talk to you about that today. I know personally that when it comes to having crushes or flirting or even dating, I have heard it all. And I'm sure you have too which makes these topics kind of confusing. Think about it. Our parents tell us one set of rules. Our friends' parents have different sets of rules for them. Our youth pastor may tell us yet another thing. And I can guarantee you that this culture definitely has its own sets of rules. For example, I've heard some adults saying that it's a sin for teens to even have a crush. I've heard parents who are bragging on their teens and their crushes to others. I've heard parents tell their teens that they can't date until they're 16, or maybe some of your dad's 30. I've also seen kids who have had boyfriends and girlfriends in elementary school. And then we've got flirting. I honestly think that parents, they talk some about crushes, they talk a whole lot about dating, but I don't think most parents talk about flirting. However, I did see a dad one time teaching his five-year-old son to bat his eyes and say, I know, whenever any woman said that he was cute. Can I be honest with you? I truly believe that the way the culture, and a lot of times even us Christians, treat crushes and flirting and dating is setting you up for failure. Now, I am not saying that you should never have a crush, and I'm also not saying that it is a sin to have a crush. I'm not saying that there isn't a time and a place for flirting. I'm not even saying that you can't date or that you shouldn't date. I'm not even going to tell you at what age you should start dating. In all honesty, that's between you, your parents, and God. What I do want to share with you today are some principles that the Bible talks about when it comes to these topics. Now, this podcast is going to be broken up into two series. This week, I'm going to talk specifically about crushes, what they are, what you do with them, are they okay to have, that kind of thing. And then on the next podcast, I'm going to be talking to you about flirting and dating. Romans 12.2 tells us, do not be conformed or do not comply or act according to the patterns of this culture, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind to the word of God that you may prove what is the good and acceptable and perfect will of God. As we go through this series, 
That's what I want to encourage you to do. Like I said, I'm going to be sharing with you some principles that are based on the word of God. Look at these verses that we talk about. Talk to God about these principles and ask him what he wants it to look like in your life. Then sit down with your parents and talk to them about what their expectations are, but get these conversations going. So today we're going to talk about crushes, like I said, and basically a crush is a strong feeling of attraction towards someone. I probably don't even have to tell you this because most likely you already know what a crush is. Crushes are completely normal. Actually, God created you with these emotions because at some point when you're ready to get married, he wants you to be wired to think that your husband is cute. So to answer the question, is it a sin to have a crush? The answer is no. However, if that crush leads to an obsession, then it becomes a sin. I mean, like if your friends are telling you, okay, quit talking about him. All you do is talk about him. You might be a little bit on the obsessed side. But honestly, when I say crushes leading to obsession can become a sin, here's what I'm talking about. You can't stop thinking about them. You can't stop talking about them. Everything you do becomes like a reflection of what they would think if you did this thing. Or when you get dressed, the clothes that you wear are a reflection of what you think they might like. When you're doing everything with him in mind, that's when it's become an obsession. The reason why this is a sin is because you're turning this person basically into an idol, into a God. And God designed you to have one God, our true heavenly father who loves you so very much. Also, crushes can become a sin when we start thinking thoughts about that person that we know would not honor God. Now, I'm not saying that just because you have a crazy thought pop into your head that it is a sin. That's not what I'm saying at all. We all have crazy thoughts popping into our head and we're like, what? Where in the world did that come from? That's not a sin. The devil, he is really good at trying to mess with our thoughts in order to lead us into sin. And so he'll like put those little thoughts in there and it's like, uh, what? <laughs> but it's so important to make sure your thoughts are honoring God. 2 Corinthians 10, 5, and 6 tells us to bring every thought captive to the obedience of Christ. What that basically means is if there is a thought that comes into your head that's not a pure thought or not a God-honoring thought, we need to make sure that we tell those thoughts to leave, that we don't entertain those thoughts because it's in the entertaining of those thoughts that it becomes a sin. So what do we do when we have all these crazy emotions going on in the inside of us when we do have a crush? I mean, think about it. It's exciting, right? It can also be a little bit scary. However, it's those emotions, that thrill of liking somebody and having a crush that can be challenging to control in a way that honors God. So I'm going to give you a couple of things that you can do. First thing that you do, breathe, <sighs> take a breath. <laughs> know that it's normal to have crushes and it is not a sin just to have a crush. The second thing that you can do, talk to God about it. Can I share something with you? This is with any subject at all. When you talk to God about anything, it's not the first time that he learned about it. He already knows what you're walking through. He is just so thankful that you're coming to him and asking for his advice. He loves you so much that he wants to help you navigate through these emotions that he gave you. You know, I remember when I first met my husband, 
So obviously, when I first met him, I didn't know him, and he wasn't my husband yet. (laughs) I was 21 years old, so just a few years older than you all. I had a crush on him that was so strong. And I wasn't one that like really crushed on boys. I really just tried to see boys as like brothers in Christ to me. I didn't have that desire to get married. I didn't have that desire to date. So when this crush came for my now husband, (laughs) it took me back. And so I went to God and I talked to God and I asked him, I said, God, help me control these emotions. If they are not from you, I don't want them. Take them from me because I don't want to have emotions that are not from you. I wanted to make sure that I honored God in all that I did. See, it's great to have emotions. God gave them to us, right? But when we let those emotions lead our lives, they always lead us into trouble. So I was like, okay, God, I don't want to be led by my emotions. The next thing I want to encourage you with is to make sure that when you have these crushes, that you're continuing to grow in your relationship with God, that you're staying strong in your relationship with God. Make sure you're connecting with them on a daily basis. I know firsthand that sometimes when I'm reading my Bible in the morning or in spending time in prayer, I get distracted because I have all these things going on in my brain. So you might be like that too. And especially if you have a crush, it's just like those thoughts just want to keep coming to your mind. And in those times, cast those thoughts away and make sure that you're connecting with God on a daily basis. I encourage you. Get in your first 15 as soon as you wake up in the morning, before you go to your phone, before you look at anything, do your first 15, you know, spend at least five minutes reading God's word and then spend the next five minutes talking to God, praying to him, and then spend the last five minutes in praise and worship. And I'll tell you, when you do that, it's amazing how God just helps you to align your life and put proper perspective into place. The next thing that I encourage you to do is talk to somebody who has a strong relationship with God who you can trust. If you don't feel like you have someone that you know that has a strong relationship with God that you can trust, please reach out to me. If you've already downloaded the Uncommon Teen app, click on that tab that says connect with Jamie, or you can email uncommonteenministry at gmail.com and you can reach me right there. I would love to connect with you and I would love to be there to support you and encourage you and to pray for you. And then the last thing I want to encourage you to do is look at his relationship with God. Does he go to church? And know that just because he goes to church, it does not mean that he's a Christian and that he loves God. But look at these things. Does he pay attention in church? Does he spend time with God on a daily basis? Does he treat the adults around him with respect? Does he treat his friends with respect? When he's playing basketball or soccer or whatever it might be, when he's in a place where he gets angry or frustrated or maybe gets hurt, how does he respond? That is going to give you a huge look into his character. And I'll tell you, if he's cute, but he's not following God, that character speaks louder than his looks. And sometimes I think that we as girls are kind of afraid that when it does come time for God to bring us somebody that we're afraid that he's going to be like ugly. But let me tell you, Psalm 37, four tells us when you delight yourself in the Lord, when you put him first, when you spend time with him, he is going to give you the desires of your heart. So you don't have to worry about that. God is so good and he is so faithful and he's got the right person in store for you. Don't be afraid to look at their character and say, you know what? That's not who I want to spend my life with. 
1 Corinthians 15.33 says, Do not be so deceived and misled. Evil friends and associations, they corrupt good manners, morals, and character. So if you find maybe his character isn't where it needs to be, I encourage you to pray for him. And I also encourage you that if you do find that he is a good, godly man who really does love God, pray for him. Pray that he grows and continues to grow into the person that God has called him to be. Ladies, you are so valuable. I really highly encourage you to do this. You're growing in your identity in Christ and who God has called you to be. And if we have these crushes that take over as obsessions, and if that's happened, no condemnation to you at all. Just make those next right steps. But see, the issue is when we make them an obsession in our lives, they begin to become our identity. And what they think and what they say becomes who we are. And God wants you to have your identity in Christ and what he says you are because he is the one that loves you so unconditionally. He created you. He knows how you function best and he wants the best life for you. And he's going to bring around that right person at the right time. But I just encourage you, keep your eyes on the Lord. Now, as we say every single week, I want you to repeat after me. I am beautiful. I am valuable. My beauty and my value, they don't change. Even if someone fails to see how incredible God made me. All right, ladies, thank you for joining me for another episode of the Uncommon Teen Podcast. Don't forget the doors to the God Confident Girls course are now open. I am so excited to get to see you all inside of the course. Remember, if you need anything, please feel free to reach out to me through the Uncommon Teen app. You can click on that Connect with Jamie tab and connect with me there, or you can email me at uncommonteenministry at gmail.com. If you have not yet, subscribe to the Uncommon Teen podcast, and that helps us to get our podcast out to even more people. All right, ladies, I am so blessed and honored to get to do this live with you. We will see you back here next time. Ladies, I hope that this episode helped you today. I hope that you know how incredibly loved by God that you really are. Repeat after me. I am beautiful. I am valuable. My beauty and my value, they don't change. Even if someone fails to see how incredible God made me. All right, ladies, I would love to personally invite you to join us this July 19th and 20th for Uncommon Teen Live 2024. Woohoo! Being a teen girl today is tough. Being a Christian teen girl today is even more challenging, but God has given you everything you need to not just survive this crazy world, but to soar. At this year's conference, we're going to be talking about how to become free from anything that is holding you back from being all that it is that God has created you to be. And for those of you who have not been to Uncommon Teen Live before, you get to be a part of our live Ask Me Anything session. Ladies, throughout the whole conference, I have a box set up where you can ask your questions. And then on Saturday, the second day of the conference, we set aside a special session just to answer as many questions as we possibly can. And ladies, I would love to invite you to be a part of our live podcast recording at the conference venue itself. Ladies, last year we tried this and I don't know what happened, but the recording disappeared. This year, it's not happening. 
we are going to record live and in person at Uncommon Teen Live, and I would love for you all to be a part of this episode. So if you have not gotten your tickets yet, head on over to Uncommon Teen Live, grab your tickets today. And real quick, I just want to say thank you to those of you who prayed for us about our venue. After a couple of venues fell through for Uncommon Teen Live, I knew that God was going to do something big. And he really was. He was working behind the scenes even when we didn't see it. We found a venue that is amazing. The owners are amazing. They love the heart behind Uncommon Teen. I'm so excited because there's something even better that I want to share with you, but I can't share with you yet. (laughs) So stay tuned because I've got some really awesome news about this conference that you're going to love. So I just want to say again, thank you so much for your prayers. Know that they are heard, that God listens to you. And I am just excited. Continue to pray over this event. God is going to do something miraculous, and I am so excited to get to be a part of it. All right, ladies, have an amazing rest of your week, and we'll see you back here next time.